0: you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about why mRNA vaccines are older than you think and why so many animals have white bellies.
0: Let's satisfy some curiosity. The COVID-19 vaccines were produced in record time. In less than a year, researchers and engineers who had never seen the SARS-CoV-2 virus managed to develop an innovative vaccine, test it, and start the long process of manufacturing enough of the stuff to protect billions of people from dying from the virus. So does that mean the vaccine was invented in less than a year? Well, not exactly. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines have been hailed as biomedical breakthroughs because they work differently from most vaccines that have been used in the past. The shots use a molecule called messenger ribonucleic acid. That's mRNA for short. mRNA is what your body uses anyway to produce the millions of proteins it needs to do what it does. When the tiny mRNA molecules of the COVID vaccine are injected into someone's arm, they direct some of that person's cells to make off-brand versions of a protein found on the real coronavirus. The immune system studies the harmless knockoffs to prepare for future encounters with the real thing. But here's the surprising part. Using mRNA to our advantage is nothing new. Researchers first discovered this stuff in 1961 And it didn't take them long to figure out how to use it to instruct cells to make the proteins they wanted. That was in the lab, but it's the same principle that's behind the vaccine currently being delivered to millions of people every day, 60 years later. Researchers knew about mRNA for nearly 20 years before they started to think about how it could be used as medicine. As recently as 2000, hardly anyone was willing to invest money in attempts to make RNA-based medicine a reality. That seems silly today, but it's because there were a lot of hurdles to clear. For instance, in the early 2000s, researchers working on an mRNA vaccine for HIV realized their creation was accidentally setting off an alarm in the immune system. Luckily, in 2005, the scientists working on that vaccine figured out that tweaking a few letters in the genetic code made the problem disappear. They didn't know it at the time, but those researchers were helping invent the new COVID vaccine. And it's looking like their contributions might extend far beyond that one vaccine. Before the pandemic started, Labs across the world had already spent years working on mRNA treatments for conditions like cancer and HIV. It's still too early to say which diseases mRNA technology will actually be able to prevent. But the pandemic has put us much closer to answers. That's because COVID didn't just put the new vaccine technology into the spotlight. It also expedited the clinical trials. And that should make it much easier for researchers working on other mRNA vaccines to find out if their creations are safe and useful.
1: Okay, Cody, how many animals can you name that have a white belly?
0: Koalas. Sure. Sharks.
1: Yep. Yeah. Whales. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Some, some cats and dogs. Foxes. Sure. Cheetahs. Gazelles. Antelope. I mean, me, I've got a white belly, but it doesn't matter. We're talking (laughs) about animals here. (laughs) There are so many animals out there with a white belly. And when an animal has a pattern of having a darker pigment on the upper surfaces of their body than the unilluminated lower areas, scientists call that countershading. But the funny thing is that scientists don't really know why this pattern exists. Of course, that doesn't mean that there aren't some pretty good ideas. So let's talk about some. The first hypothesis that scientists kicked around to explain countershading is that it provides protection against ultraviolet light. More melanin in the skin, fur, or feathers on animals' backs might act as a type of natural sunscreen that would help protect them from the sun's damaging rays while providing a little extra warmth for the animal, too. That's not as necessary on their undersides, so their bellies stay pale. Other scientists believe that countershading can act as a universal camouflage. Like, if a shark is swimming above you during the day, you'd usually see a dark shadow against the bright surface. But if the shark has a white belly, it might blend in better against the backdrop of sunlight. And if you're above the shark, its dark back might blend in with the murky depths. This seems plausible, but it's hard to imagine how the same idea might apply on land, where animals are more often viewed from the side. In that case, a pair of recent studies proposed a third mechanism, and it throws some shade on the other ideas. Essentially, the researchers argue that no matter where an animal lives, more light comes from above than below. A uniformly colored object, in this case, would be brighter on top than on the bottom which creates a shading pattern that would be very easy to spot. After all, that pattern applies to pretty much all 3D shapes, so animals have evolved to detect it. But if an object was darker on top than it was on bottom, it might cancel out the pattern and blend in with its surroundings. That could be what's behind countershading. Maybe it's an evolutionary attempt to counteract the natural effect of illumination. The researchers suggest that variations on countershading might have to do with the particular environment the animal lives in. For example, deer that live in open savannas have brown flanks, white bellies, and a dark strip of fur along the spine. Scientists think this may be an optimal pattern for countershading in intense sunlight. But in the end, it's hard to say for sure why countershading is so common among so many animals. But hopefully... Future studies will be able to shed more light on the answer.
0: Ashley, let's recap today's takeaways. Well,
1: we learned that the mRNA in the mRNA vaccines we use to fight COVID is nothing new. Scientists have known about mRNA since 1961. And for decades now, they've been working on ways we can use it to fight all sorts of diseases, from HIV to cancer to, obviously, COVID-19. And the best part? Those other projects are still ongoing. And maybe someday in the future, we'll have mRNA vaccines for all sorts of diseases we never knew were possible. Pretty exciting stuff.
0: Well, Ashley, that leads me to ask, what is up with booster shots? If the mRNA vaccine teaches our body how to fight COVID, why do we need booster shots?
1: Well, it's basically because your immune system has a lot of jobs. And if it's been a while since you've told it to really focus on one disease, it isn't going to churn out as many antibodies for that disease. It does. You know, it's like if if you haven't encountered something since you were a kid, it doesn't make as much sense for your body to constantly be churning out antibodies for that disease that you haven't encountered for decades and decades. Right. It needs to focus on other things that are more immediate threats. And so when you get your mRNA vaccine for COVID-19, it produces this initial surge in the number of immune cells that churn out those antibodies But then that surge slowly drops and it just leaves behind this like pool of long lasting immune cells, these memory cells that patrol the body for future infections. And then what a booster does is it makes those memory cells multiply, which elevates the levels of antibodies in your blood again. And eventually those will drop also, but... It helps your body be like, oh, yeah, you should focus on this disease again. We haven't forgotten about it. We still need you to do that.
0: Nice. That's good to know, because, you know, after I got my couple shots, I'll be honest, I kind of stopped paying as much attention to everything going on because I'm like, well, I'm covered. But it's just a reminder. The news is hard to read sometimes, but it's still important to kind of stay on top of this stuff so that you you know, because now I know I should probably go get a booster shot.
1: Yeah, I mean booster shots are controversial, right? We haven't even given the first vaccines to a lot of the world. But, you know, especially if you're older or immunocompromised, in a higher risk position, you know, it can only help.
0: Yes, like me. I'm I'm immunocompromised, so.
1: That's right. Yep.
0: To be clear, I'm not just running out grabbing booster shots for funsies. I, you know, <laughs> I got a reason here, so. That's right. Anyway, we also learned that tons of animals have white bellies and darker colored backs, which is an effect called countershading. Scientists have a few theories for why countershading exists. Maybe it's to protect their backs from the sun, or at least for aquatic animals, maybe it's to keep them hidden when viewed from below or above. A more recent theory says that it counteracts the natural shading of the sun. A uniformly colored 3D object is bright on top and dark on bottom, so countershading might help an animal blend in with its surroundings by being bright on the bottom and dark on top.
1: When I learned that theory, I felt like a piece of the universe's puzzle just like went into place. I was like, wow, I never noticed. First of all, how many animals have white bellies? And then like, That makes so much sense. I mean, you you look at what, like a blue marble or something and it's light on top and dark on the bottom. But if you if you switch those shades, suddenly it looks it can just blend in with a blue background. I just think that's super cool.
0: Yeah, a lot of birds. It's very weird. It's one of those things you can't unsee either. So you're welcome. If you're listening to this podcast, you will notice white bellies everywhere. You're going to Bader Meinhof white bellies just for all time. That's a (laughs) psychological phenomenon where you'd notice things more after it's been brought to your attention.
1: That's right. Yeah. I love it. Today's writers were Grant Curran and Cameron Duke. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody
0: Goff. Hey, I got a secret for you. Psst. Vaccines save lives. But that's neither here nor there. What I really want you to know is that you should join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes.
1: And until then, stay curious.